What's up, bro? What's up, bro? And welcome, everybody, to Películas with the Bros. My name is Adrian. My name is Ivan. And Películas with the Bros is a show where me and my brother Ivan discuss a movie every week. We discuss a new movie. Ivan, what's the movie of the week? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. But before we get into that, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. As I said, this is a podcast. Every week we put out a new podcast, a new show on YouTube, on all podcast platforms. So if you like podcasts or if you like shows about uh, movies, uh, two guys talking about movies, two guys critiquing movies, going really nitty gritty, and sometimes uh, intersplicing it with some of their own humor, then you came for the right to the right place and hit that subscribe button if you know what's good for you, okay? Uh, we're on all podcast platforms like Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Deezer, SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcasts, we should be there. So look us up. It'll be good with the bros. Enough of that. Ivan, hmm. murder on the beat so it's not nice. C note. Ooh. Nice pull. Uh, let's go back to the Second World War, Ivan. Discuss a graham cracker of a movie. A graham cracker of a movie. Right? You like that? A graham cracker of a movie. Do you think that's a better pool than your C-note? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use graham cracker. Like, I know. When he said it, I was like... It just felt so right in my belly. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. He's a graham cracker of a man. And how he said it and who said it, it's like... It's made for you. Graham cracker of a <laughs> sentence, if I've ever heard one. I mean, what's the movie of the week? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Directed and written by the great David O. Russell. The premise of this movie. Bert Berendensen is, or let me say that again. Bert Berendensen is a doctor and a veteran of the First World War. He's a rather mischievous character who, when all is said and done, is, good, is a good man trying to help veterans like him live as close to a normal life as possible. Bert's old friend and fellow veteran, Harold Woodsman asks him for help in solving a murder slash potential assassination of their former commander. This entangles them in a web of conspiracy that also reunites them with their fellow best friend, Valerie Vose. The three try to untangle the lies set before them in this rambunctious thriller. With a cast of Christian Bale as Burt Berenson, Margaret Robbie as Valerie Vose. John David Washington as Harold Woodsman, Chris Rock as Milton King, your boy Ivan, Rami Malek as Tom Vose. Graham Cracker of an actor. Anya Taylor-Joy as Libby Vose, Zoe Saldana as Irma St. Clair, Mike Myers, Ivan, as Paul Cattenberry, Michael Shannon, Ivan, as Henry Norcus. Uh, it's not Michael Sh Shannon, Ivan, right? Right. It's Michael Shannon, comma, comma. Ivan. Uh... Timothy Oliphant as Tara Milfax, Andrea uh, Risborough as Beatrice Vandehoevel, Taylor Swift <laughs> as Elizabeth Meekins, and Ivan Robert De Niro as Gil Dillenbeck. Uh, the director, before we get into the movie, all that, let's talk about this director. This is the first time we've ever talked about David O. Russell. Uh, this is the first film I've seen of David O. Russell. His movies are as follows. Spanky the Monkey. Oh, Spanking the Monkey. Flirting with Disaster, Three Kings, I Heart Huckabees, The Fighter. Never mind, I've seen two of his movies. Silver Lining Playbook, American Hustle, Accidental Love, Joy, and now this film, Amsterdam. How many have you seen? All ten. Zero. All one. Zero. You seen? You saw this one, Amsterdam, right? You didn't watch it? Oh, no. I didn't. 
Um, Evan, do you smell that though? Do you smell it? I smell a, a tour. I smell an autour, Evan. Autour alert. What's the autour alert sound? Wait, 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 wait. Kind of generic, but kind of, kind of like very. It's an alert. Like, oh God. Yeah. There's not a tour here. Oh God. Everyone, look down. Don't look at him in the eyes. Um, a tour alert. What I mean by that? He writes and directs all his movies, basically, except for like one or two. Um, he has a style. Okay. Elite ensemble cast every time. Hmm. Which is interesting. Like. A director that when he gets a movie, he has the best of the best trying to be in the movie. The most famous of the most famous. Leo's never been in a film. He's a smart guy. Uh, Nolan has that kind of thing too, right? Like Nolan's able to get the best of the best. I think his is more like, these are super established actors, but it's not like they're Leo. They're not Christian Bale. They're not Brad Pitt. But they're still very established. I think they're just like... <clears throat> I wouldn't say established. I would I would say like Academy Award winners. But yeah. not superstars. Yeah. But Bale is a... Kind of like a... He's like on, on a tier below superstar. I think it's like intentional. Like he doesn't yeah. want to be... Oh yeah. He could if he wanted to. Oh yeah. But he's like, I, I'll just take acting and whatever I want. He could probably be the best actor. He could take like all the roles. Yeah. But it's, it's actually. I he has to work for the image, but he doesn't want to do that. Correct. Leo works for the image too. Yeah. I think the thing with Leo though is like <clears throat> he worked so hard on it in the beginning, but now it's just like it created, he already created the monster. He doesn't need to feed it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he always gets the best of the best actors. Theodore Russell does. Um, comedic dramas his films are usually and uh, the comedy is more it's not like um, your boy Adam McKay it's more like there's humor in everything type of thing yeah just like the quirky things that happen in a regular conversation rather than like slapstick um, and overall quirky vibes in his uh, movies and kind of um Actually, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say like, uh, like, uh, like slimy, but I think that's more. I'm talking about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Ivan, <laughs> you haven't seen any of his movies except for Amsterdam. Yeah. You haven't seen The Fighter. I didn't know he directed The Fighter until I looked it up. Tom Hardy. No, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, and Christian Bale. Oh. Uh. Nominated for the uh, Academy Award in that role, supporting actor. I think he won. Uh, anyways, I haven't seen any of his movies after watching this. I do want to see more of them, and I'll, we'll get into why. Okay. Uh, I've been here at Belicos with the Bros. We'd like to look at how the sausage was made. So let's do it the simple way. Vegan? Vegan. So... Turn on the grinder. Kachunk. And put in every possible consumable item that humans can consume that is not meat. Uh, just beyond meat. 
No, that's true. Cut out a lot of work. That's true. I haven't turned on turn off the grinder. Great chunk. Go buy some impossible meat. Bye. <laughs> no, guys, sit down. Uh, side note: Impossible meat is really bad for you. I don't care. Are you an impossible meat guy? I'm never gonna eat it. Okay. I don't but, care. But to, isn't it bad for society to be like, do this? But the everything's bad for you. I feel like stress is like the worst thing ever. But like everyone's yes. like, give me stress. Shout That's out what to Kanye. Involves me. How the sausage was made, Ivan. Uh, this movie started development in early 2020. Christian Bale, Margaret Robbie, and Michael B. Jordan were set to star in this film. Hmm. What would you think of a film with uh, David uh, Washington out and Michael B. Jordan in? I think Michael B. Jordan's a little more charismatic. But does he have the depth? Does John? I said David, but yeah, it is John, right? Is it John David? Watching? I don't know. Johnny Boy. Junior. We'll call him Junior. Junior. Probably what he hates the most. Yeah, though. he hates that, right? Poor guy. Uh, anyways, uh, other people considered Jennifer Lawrence and Jamie Foxx. So what do you think? I'm going to propose three uh, hypotheticals. You have a Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Michael B. Jordan film. You have a Christian Bale, Jennifer Lawrence, Jamie Foxx film. Or you have what we have now, Christian Bale, Michael Robbie, and David Washington. I feel like none of it really matters. Like they, none of them would be like, oh, this would have elevated the movie. Okay, we'll dig into that in a bit. Um, the budget for this film has gone bananas because they wanted to film in Boston, but they couldn't or something, so they have to go to LA, and it's making the movie very hard to. Uh, Redeem after not being able to make too much money in the box yeah, office. Yeah. But the story is based off a real life event uh, inspired by the business plot, a 1933 political conspiracy in which wealthy American businessmen and bankers plotted a military coup to top to overthrow President Franklin D. Roosevelt. Good old Rosie. Uh, they planned to replace him with a fascist veteran organization headed by U.S. Marine Corps Major General Smeldy. That's a great name. Smelly Butler. More like Smelly Butt. <laughs> Butler revealed the plot in a testimony just like they did in this movie under oath to the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, and that is who General Dylan Beck, Robert De Niro's character, is based on. A uh, little side note, random trivia for this. Bale had to stop talking to Chris Rock on the set because he was too damn funny. And when he was acting, it would mess him up. I feel for him because I, I have a very bad, con I have very bad control of like my laughter, especially when I have like a friend at work. Mm -hmm. It would be so hard. like, especially acting. Imagine having that friend that's just like hilarious. I'm very bad at that. I could do it. You did? Yeah. You did it before? Yeah. What play? Shakespeare. Shakespeare is a author. It was a play based on his life. Oh, gotcha. Very meta. And who were you playing? The man himself. <laughs> Shakespeare. They gave me that. What? Uh, where? Where'd you? Per, where'd you perform this? Broadway. 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 That's how you say it. Is that like um? If you know, you know. Oh. 
sort of thing. Yeah, because I don't know. Ivan, I'm afraid to ask. What did you think of Amsterdam? Hmm. Um, I remember I had one, like, after I watched it. But, oh, like, after you watched it, you're like, I know. I know I'm going to lay a piping hot <laughs> review on it. steaming, boiling hot <laughs> poop on you. <laughs> um... Tough one. Wow. It's, there's a lot of like things I have to like yeah. plop into the yeah the way I say it. Like there's certain afflections to the G, yeah. certain down tempos to the O. Yeah. The D really needs to hit right. <laughs> Don't hold your breath, bro. <laughs> Just say it. It's good. I think that's it. Yeah. Pushed to my limit. Yeah. I got it out. Yeah. And it needed to be what it needed to be. Do it again. It's good. Okay. Plain spoken. Yeah. It's good. But like, there's not a thought behind my eyes. Oh. Like, you have to see on the camera for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm okay, do it again? like thousand yards staring. Okay. That's good. Oh my yeah. God. See that? Yeah. Dang. This thing's getting so complex, I don't know how I'm, I'm able to talk to you anymore, like... The nuance is out of this world. <laughs> nuance out the ass. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, some might say, out the wazoo. Um, I thought it was good, Ivan. I thought it was good. I like the film. I like the setting of the film. Me too. I like the colors. Me too. I like the tone. Me too. It's very, like, earth tone. Hashtag, me too. Boom. Oh, he Boom. set me up! Boom! <laughs> this whole time, I was like, he's he's agreeing with me. He's agreeing with me. But he was just trying to stop me. That was the web. I was spinning. Oh, damn it. Wrapping you up. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just like a little fly caught in your black little <laughs> chest. Ah! Um, <laughs> I like the comedic tone, too. Yeah, that's funny. And, oh, no, the movie. I like the comedic tone of the film. Yeah, it was funny. Oh, I thought you were saying you like the comedic tone of, that we just went down. No, I'm. That's the past. Okay. And I thought it was uh, idiosyncratic enough to be like, this is interesting. This is different. Right. This is unique. Right. I do, and that's why I want to see his other films to under, really understand like his stilo. Uh -huh. But. How about you though? Break down your, it's, it's good. Um, removing the controversy, that's a separate topic, all together. <laughs> Nuanced, very. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Yoda. <laughs> um, it just felt a little too much like, I'll explain it all. Explain it all. Like, it felt like he loved himself while making this. Mm. Like, I'm so great sort of thing. Yeah. And I think it's because it's like an all-star cast. Like, all right, you got the biggest actors ever. Good for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I did that in the theater. Yeah. 
And side note to that, they're like whenever they introduced a new character, they just like hovered and then zoomed slowly. Like Zoe Saldana, Saldana. Yeah. Like Pan. It's her. It's Zoe from Avatar and whatever. Taylor Swift. It's her. You know? They did do that. I didn't notice. They did that for like everyone who was like famous. Right. I was like, all right. Okay. Right. But I think it was kind of necessary for this movie to have all-star because there's so many characters. So they have to be like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Because it's like, Amy Malik, Taylor Swift. You mean, you know exactly who they are as in like, I know they're able to portray that character well. More like it's a very, I know the face already. So like when they say this is that person, Uh, I can kind of link it instantly. Gotcha. But if it's known, they are like, is that like, was that the Because the movie is kind of complicated in itself. Yeah. That you need, oh, that's interesting, that you need recognizable characters to be like, okay, I can attach all these people together but have a mental model but um now that i know he always has an all-star cast yes it's like well i don't think he did that intentionally really i think it's more like a happy accident that it works that way okay Uh uh-huh but it doesn't give him like maybe that's also like overall his overarching idea too of having a recognizable cast people Uh to be like I can have obscure stories uh-huh. because these characters are all recognizable. But I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. You feel good, I feel, baby. I feel good. <laughs> I just think the, like, the script is all that matters. And if you can't do it with just the script and no name, like, decent actors. Uh-huh. not Like, nobody in this had to act hard. Like, there's no parts where I'm like... Like, Oscar, that scene right there, that sold it. But is that because it's more light than it is, like, dramatic? I mean, yeah, but then why do you need Christian Bale? Why do you need this person? Like, some of these actors are, like, the best actors ever. I think it's because it's... The acting is very subtle. No. Yeah. I think Christian Bale was good. Like, at first I was like, oh, that's Christian Bale. And then throughout I was like, oh, that's... This veteran dude. Christian Bale's good. Ray, uh, Rami Malek was good. Yeah, he was good. Anya was good. Yeah. Taylor was there. Taylor was definitely there. <laughs> um, I think Robert was just like, he played it perfectly, but he didn't really do much. He's like... He was so stoic, but I guess that's all you need from him. Yeah. And uh, Margot Robbie was good. But... And then John... John was... At first, I thought he was bad. Like, is like, is he just acting bad? I don't get John. You don't get him? No, I don't get John. Like, I... What was the first one he was in? What was the first movie? The racist one. Spike Lee. Yeah, so when I saw him there, I thought he was really bad in that. Yeah? Because I didn't understand, like, his style. It's almost... I didn't understand if he was, like, trying to be like kind of whitewashed uh-huh. or if he was acting like that and then in Tenet I was like why there's other than like him being the son of like the greatest one of probably like top five actors of all time yeah there's just something that doesn't click with me I don't know 
I see it. And even in this film, I thought it was just... There's still something missing from his like portrayal of characters that feels kind of empty. Mm. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I just don't see like what he's... Like, what's that X factor that he's missing? Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about that he shouldn't need all these characters, though, because the script... Uh, actors? Uh, yeah, these actors, because the script should fend for itself. Yeah. And so you're saying that the script doesn't fend for itself, ultimately? I think, I mean... Because you are saying he was being, like, a little smartass, too, the director. Yeah. Like, there's funny moments. Like, there's a, a lot of parts where I was like, oh, that's funny. But I think that was, that was like, the strengths when it was funny. Yes. Other than that, I was like... Other than it being a somewhat true story, I was like, I guess, like, this is happening. Like, I wasn't too wild by anything. Correct. That's why I was like, it's good. Yeah. it is good, but it's nothing crazy. <laughs> to me, that's... Uh... Let me just check out it. Yeah, to me, that's the interest, the thing that's different about this film. Not so much like the tone, the look, the characters itself. It's more how the director and the script is more focused on the actual um, characters, how like they care about each other mm-hmm. and how they're all connected versus the plot itself, right? Mm-hmm. Cause like how you, I think you're, that's what you're mentioning that like, there's a plot going on in the background, which is essentially there's like a takeover of the government that's trying to happen, but it doesn't look like it's really the focus of the film. Right. It doesn't feel that important. It doesn't feel like it matters too much, even though it should, when you think about like the severity of what could happen. But I don't think the director really cares about that at all. Right. He's more, he cares about these characters and how they're all connected and how they hate, like each other, love each other, yeah, and how they help each other. It's, um, and it's interesting too, because like, they're all connected. They're all, uh, they're all connected, like almost like a, a quilt. I remember in uh, like kindergarten or first grade, we made a quilt out of like 20 different textures. And that has always stuck in my brain, like just like, the ability to make something with like a bunch of different things, even though it looks hideous, it all connects. And the fact that he's doing this, plus having such like a carefree comedic film, mm-hmm. just like quirky and they're all like uh, having fun, they're laissez-faire, they don't really give a shit about anything. And I don't know, I think that's what makes the film stand out for me. Um, and then it's, I think like, other than the plot, the main thing it's trying to talk about is like, the power of friendship and love, mm-hmm. which is weird. Because I didn't expect that at all, and I don't, I don't know. I just don't know David Russell, so I don't feel. I feel like I have this conception of my in my head that he's like a, a sicko, a sicko, a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And the fact that he's doing this, it's like, oh, so what's the deal with this dude? Like, right. If he knows this, why is he a pervert? Yeah. If he is a pervert, which we'll get into that. Oh. And are all his movies kind of like love and like big theme 
over like a complicated story. Mm -hmm. The movie that we should really watch, and I think it's something that we both would like, is um, that one. What's the movie called? The da, 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 da. it is called uh, American Hustle. I heard mixed. I heard really good stuff. So I don't know. It just looks like our type of. It looks kind of. Um, it's like uh, that one Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Mm. Boogie Nights. To me, I was thinking it's more like uh, Adam McKay's The Big Short. Oh. Is that the movie called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. But I don't know. We should watch it. One day. Who cares? Uh, the, 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 the... Let's talk about the characters really quick. Bert, uh, Christian Bale's character, I think is probably like. He's perfect. Yeah. His portrayal of him. Yeah. Um, and I do like the connection between Bert, Valerie, and Harold. Just yeah. like this, the idea that they're all best friends through the circumstances they found each other. It's kind of just, it's just super odd, but it's cool. Mm -hmm. um, your boy, Ravi Malik, though. Chef's kiss. Can you, what is, can you give me like a two sentence, maybe a paragraph if you want, of like, what is Rami Malek? Because he's, he's not a person, right? He's like mm. a thing. What is Rami Malek? Um, the, word, be... the word that came to mind is contortionist. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Because he plays kind of similar characters where it's like they're kind of meek in like his way yeah but they are also powerful in his way like i i robot mr robot yeah he was like kind of a pipsqueak sort of dude but he toppled governments or whatever this one rich but like his wife's like oh you don't do anything yeah whatever that is weird anya taylor joy just like orgasming over <laughs> Robert, Robert De Niro. That was funny. I was like, oh my god. Awkward too. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it was a... Contortionist. Rami. But he had one more role that I was thinking of. Uh, James Bond. Oh yeah. Like, same, like, kind of a weak dude. But his ideals, whatever. Just like a genius, basically. Yeah. But, like, believable. Yes. Like, a, a weak villain. Yes. Is what he's good at. He is, his face is so, it's all-time faceless again. Yeah. He really, like, when he's sad, he, like, like pokes out his eyes a little more. You know? And I didn't notice how, like, his, oh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Like, we completely forgot, like, that role. I never watched it. Why not? Looks bad. But it's your boy. Freddie or, uh, uh, Is it Remy? Or Rami? I don't know. I don't okay. care. Okay. I'll never meet him. How can we call him? Uh, Mally? RM. 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 The artist once known as RM. Yes. Okay. What was the... Uh, what was the... What was the... Uh, his teeth. I... Okay. What about them? They're crazy, man. Yes. He has a set of chompers on them. <laughs> I suppose. It is weird that like his just face is just like so unique, yeah. And his acting is just so like, I think that's what I meant by like like uh, subtle. Mm -hmm. 
all the time she's talking, all the time he's he's giving his uh, speeches or he's communicating with another character. Just it feels so nuanced, mm. but subtle at the same time. Um, I think um, uh, who's the Valerie character who she played by Margot Margot Robbie in this is just. Like, her face is, like, such a bright thing to... Sh it's like a sunshine. Like, every time they panter, she's like, ah. But she's been playing, like, the same character, I feel. Like, crazy? Like, just slightly off-kilter. Yes. White woman. Yes. Artistic. Oh. Like, she, did you see the trailer for Babylon? Yes. Brad Pitt? The yeah. Same character. Maybe even crazier. Yep. But uh, I fear for her career. You're right. It is interesting that she is. She doesn't have like a. I want to see her in like just some solo movie or where it's not like big cast. Because I feel like that's all she does now. You want her in an A24 film? Something like where she can act like something else. You hear that? You hear that, Margo? Okay. MR. What? MR? MR? Sure. Mr? Mr. Mr. You hear that, Mr? We have something for you. A24. A24. A24 execs, hit us up. We'll get you connected. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Free. Hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. I'm sure she's a good actor or actress. I mean, actor. she has to be because everyone wants her in the film. Yeah. From uh, Scorsese. Has she been in uh, Nolan? I don't think so. No, last one was Tenet. Right. Uh, you are right. Um, Mike Myers. Funny. Funny guy. He should do some real stuff with his life now. He has a show on Netflix. I, I watched know. it. It's not. It's like, what are you doing, bro? So bad? It's just like... I think his thing is that he does a lot of characters. Yeah. But... Only a few characters really hit, like and Wayne a few Jones, moments. Yeah, Austin Powers. And characters are kind of out in this world. Yeah. What if they come back though? That'd be awesome. Ah, shut up. Okay. He could do something, but I think he needs like a direction. Wayne's World, four or three. We'll say four. It'd be part of his joke. Like, oh, we skip three. Yeah. One, four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought he was, he, he was, he wasn't like, la none of the moments in this movie are laugh out loud funny. They're just, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you're right. Mike Myers in this is funny with, uh, Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon, their like little dual, dual, duality is cool. The bird gimmick is interesting and very like obscure. I thought, I thought they were going to be the bad guys. Yeah, me too. Maybe that was the point. It was a point. And um, Chris Rock, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, I forgive. Chris Rock, I want to like, give me like one laugh out loud. He gave me more of the laugh out. He gave me most of the laughs, like the biggest mm -hmm. laughs. But I want like one like, this is why you get Chris Rock in this. Mm -hmm. It just feels like his face and his mannerisms are too big for the movie. Just because like, it's Chris Rock. Like... That's why you need like a big but laugh. I, but then it would, it's not about him. That's true. Yeah, that is what David O. Russell would say. Mm. 
I think you two think alike. I wonder if you <laughs> act alike. Ah! Um, and Zoe Saldana. I didn't understand how like their little love. She was pointless. She was in a way like she was like the the side chick, right? Yeah. To Bert. I think he she she was just used to show that like there's love outside of this one white woman. And of course pick Zoe over that girl. Yeah, but he was in love. He was in love, Adrian. But that that his wife, uh, who was great, played by uh Andrea Risenborough, she never loved him. Yeah. And he never understood that. Yeah. Also, I loved, like, the, the story of him just being a doctor repairing, like, putting, like, random parts on people's mm -hmm. faces to make veterans look half decent. And I like how he always puts that thing under his eye and that makes it look worse. I'm like, I think you'd look better without that thing. Back in the old, good old times. Can you imagine? The, the scene where, like, the police start shooting at him. Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't realistic. But and it was, they get right? Away. Like, they just run away. Yeah, I know it was realistic, but, like, at the time, I was like, this isn't right. The fact that, like, they run away is kind of, like, crazy. And then, like, the fact that the police, like, they gotta shoot them now. It's like, yeah. dang, that used to be the Wild West back then. Like, we have a good now. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> and how easy it is to, like, blame other people. Yeah. Like, he did it. Guess so he's telling the truth. Like, oh, he said it first. I guess he wins. Crazy. Jesus Christ. Take me back. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'll blame so many people for all the things I've done. Um, okay. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? The focus on friendship and love. I don't... I like that idea. Like, uh, I was listening to an interview where David O. Russell says the movie's about uh, what is your Amsterdam? Essentially, like, what what is the thing that, uh, what did you say? What is the moment that makes you love life no matter what? Mm -hmm. So no matter how bad life gets, you always remember this thing. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's what you're living for. Right. Uh, cool idea. Um, it reminds me of a Tyler, the Creator song. He has a song called, like, November something. Or, yeah. Back to November. Yeah. And he's like, what's your November? Essentially, what's the thing that makes you happy? Uh, cool idea. I, what I don't like, or what I don't believe, is the love between um, Valerie and Harold. Is it Valerie? Um, yes and no. It just, like, I don't not believe it. But a lot of, like... Like, the whole script, it felt like, like, these aren't how people really talk. So, like... Graham Cracker. Graham Cracker of a script. <laughs> but if that's not how they really talk, then them falling in love won't feel real. Because that's not how it would happen. So, the... I, I'm going back to your point of, like, the film... The script is kind of like trying to be a smart ass. Mm -hmm. But I think at the same time, the director is saying like, 
he knows that you're smart enough to pick up on the things that are going on because it is going pretty fast. And even though it's very quick and the the dialogue is very like snappy and uh, kind of like I smart. I like the dumb police officer so much. Oh yeah. Like, Let's just arrest this guy. Come on. <laughs> it's like, wait, he gives me the drugs that I can live my normal life with. They keep making fun of his flat foot. Like, yeah, I know you didn't go to war because <laughs> of that flat foot. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I understand that you think he's being a smartass, but I also think, I also think that uh, he is giving respect to the audience too. Mm-hmm. For them to, he believes that they will understand what he's putting down essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do believe that. Ivan, let's talk about this thing that's kind of just lingering in the air. Should have started with this. No, we shouldn't. Because ah. I think it's it's important to first love a movie and then say, <laughs> oh, damn, I hate this movie because how bad the person oh, is. Oh, my God. Um, may I? May I take the floor? May I stand on the soapbox? Are you going to give a, a synops first? Or should I give the synops? Oh, give it. The question is, the question that we present to the jury is, is David Russell a pervert, a bad person? Oh. And the evidence we have for the jury is pretty damning. <laughs> one is he has obvious anger issues. <laughs> You're like, that's putting it lightly. Come on. One thing is he's already had like numerous encounters, negative encounters with uh, actors he's directed. Mm. George Clooney, uh, the Clunes, the grand cracker of a man, George Clooney, grand cracker of a man, and the grand cracker of a woman, Amy Adams. I don't know about that. He, she said that he was mean to her, bullying her, and he. Wah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. The was the movie good? Damn it! The worst time to do this. Uh, and that Christian Bale had to stick up for her. Really, and yet Bale still. Bale still works with them. Bale still bails them out every time. Graham cracker. <laughs> uh, so there's that. There's also a YouTube video where he's like yelling at uh, a lady who, a uh, cast member who was getting mad about having to act and he really went after her. Sorry, you have to do your job. Um, and then I think it's, this is probably like... The Smoking big, gun. This is probably the big, <laughs> the big doozy. Right. He admitted to touching his transgender niece. It's like, just tweak it to make everything way worse. Like, transgender too. Like, ah, come on. Transgender niece, uh, who was once a man, now turned to a woman, uh-huh. touched her. And he said that he she was uh, trying to provoke him to do that. According to him. Oh, okay. Like teasing him, basically. Well, what's your niece? But, you weirdo. True. But, <laughs> uh, in any case, I think charges were dropped. Stuff like that. Like, he wasn't arrested or he wasn't charged with anything. So, that's the, the synopsis. Right. And then, get on your damn soapbox and give it to these people. Oh. <laughs> I, you would be like a great like uh, like at the 
at the what's it called at the trolley you just be like walking around pacing like slowly for like 10 minutes just like (laughs) (laughs) you're like come on say it like no this is too much for me you just like i would if it didn't just piss me off damn it just punch the judge (laughs) (laughs) you did this to me um it's it's tough it's tough it's tough it's tough it's tough it's tough. One dance, I don't know why. I'm a musical man. <laughs> it's tough to, I mean, like the age-old question: How do you separate the art artist from the art artist art from the artist? Mm-hmm. That's one part. Yeah. Is he a bad person though? Um, it's it's also tough because, like, it's it's horrible to say this, but like, it's true. But like people are, people make mistakes. People are messed up, you know. People suck, even though they could be doing a million great things. Like, whatever trauma they had in their past is gonna come back and make them do something evil. Yep. So maybe he's making he like made this this good movie. Great message, love and art. Great message. <laughs> great. great. Grand cracker of a message. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, he says, like, let's just say the theme of this movie is to live through love and art, right? Yes. It's hard to, like, truly, like, ah, that's so true. Like, have that feeling when you know, like, he's done things that are contrary to that. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. Yes. But there's also like, like everyone's a hypocrite in their own way. Yes. Like, is everyone evil? Like, you could go a million ways to like defend this guy or just say, put him in jail. Don't watch his movies. It reminds me of like when I work because I'm a guys. I'm a I'm a software engineer. Oh. And when there's times I crash the the web browser. Because <laughs> okay. you create code that like loops. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's like, you created an infinite loop because, like, you were searching for something mm-hmm. that will always be there and it's in something else. And then that, 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 and that kind of reminds me of what you're saying right now. Like, yeah. everyone has something evil. So, yeah. Like, if you go down that red hole, you're, we're all messed up. And so then you'll crash the system. Yeah. And I don't think there's, like, there's no fun solution where you're like, everyone's satisfied. So, my solution. Just take a, like, when you rate the movie, take take off, like, 0.5. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's a very, like, controversial Because <laughs> it's, like, he killed a man. 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Is like, His life is worth minus 0. 0.5. Maybe On a podcast it, review. Every murder is 0. 0.5 off. <laughs> Jesus. It's, like, I'm half joking. Yeah. But, like... If the theme is love and art, and then this guy's not living through love and art, then it's like he's just lying to us. Like it's it's a Bill Cosby dilemma. Exactly. Exactly. He uh Don't say it. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say like he promotes like family, yeah, uh, love and all this, but in the background he's doing. Things that are not unholy, that are unholy. they're unho- unholy. 
It holds. Oh, I got to do it. Gonna... Unholy, holy. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's an unholy, holy ass. I can't bring us back from that. <laughs> I have a real ass out. Not associated with this man. All right. I'm just a partner in this organization. All right. Just a partner. Just a partner. <laughs> so, hence your association with me. Oh, um, the way I think about it is like. When it, there's two things. Is he a bad person? Let me break the, even that into two parts. Is he a bad person because he yells at people? No. <laughs> okay. Is he a bad person because he yells at his uh, people, his subordinates? Uh, he calls them bad things. Is he a bad person? No. Is that bad? Yes. Does that make him a bad person? I don't think technically it makes him a bad person. I think he just is heavily flawed mm. and he needs help. Yeah. Should that warrant him? If he makes great art and he's a dick, is that okay? No. But I think at that point, it's up to the actor to be like, Yeah. You know who he is. Stop working with him. Yeah. Like, you have to blackball him. Yeah. And there has to be enough people to blackball him to, to stop his behavior, you know? Yeah. I think that's the, the best solution. Like, the actors are the ones who like do the action to move things forward yeah because we can't really do much i mean this movie isn't selling well so it's kind of a good good thing maybe he'll rethink his life but i think for like these situations you just like acknowledge like let's say he did a horrible thing just in general acknowledge this person is bad mm -hmm. and then just watch the movie analyze it yourself but don't don't advertise it like word of mouth like if you don't agree with them to be like i mean i watched it so i can't promote it i can't say i like this film you can i mean it's on your own morals like it's on you i like the actor yeah but even that's like it's tough okay so and that was just like part of me dissecting is he a bad person there's the other layer where it's like he's kind of has is that yeah, it's a incestuous act. <laughs> incestuous act. <laughs> that was like I farted in your face. Sneaky. <laughs> you don't have to keep saying it. I need to. I need to complete this mission, Ivan. You say it. No. Come on. No. Give me out of this hole. This is don't insidious but incestuous. <laughs> Why can't you just say it right? I don't know how to say it. I don't want to say it. We've lingered on this topic for too long already. He committed an act of incest. Yes. Is that bad? <laughs> yes. Okay. And God. should that stop him from making art? Now this is the heavy question. The age-old question. I think, like, for him, no. Like, he should do his best to make whatever. But the people around them should be like, like, do I work with him knowing what he did? What about this? Should the studio give him the ability to make art? Should I say uh, whoever's in charge, like the president, like he's a president, like his morals is like he should go by that, not by money. Interesting. And then if everyone blackballs him, he's like, okay, now what? Now I can't have 30 Taylor Swifts on the screen at the same time. Like now he's... 
Prince to the wall. Now he's has to make something real. That's that's oh man, I didn't even think about that. Well, it's not really what you're saying, but it's like Taylor Swift's in this film. Yeah, she's like woke warrior, right? That's like the she's grossest. the woke person princess, the crown princess of wokeness. <laughs> <laughs> so if she's in this film, I'm like he must be a great guy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think like the fact that she's in it makes it like even worse because like. Like, the image she portrays is, like, woke, woke princess. Princess. Is it, though? Like, I, I just said that, but maybe... She's kind of, like, the goody... Well, she's not really. She's kind of changing that a bit. But she is... She has the slight image of being a good person. And this is, like... But being a good person is di different from being woke. Right? Like, she can portray... Yes, but... Any same person in her position with her type of fan base yeah country. would say like i cannot work with this person but she has like the white country fan base so it's like even that like if i were her i would not have worked with them just like like image you know align keep your brand aligned yeah and that's it's just like movie. kanye get in this film and he, it would have been funny like him playing taylor's <laughs> as a woman sure why not interesting um i got a review for you oh uh yeah i'll get a review for you new yorker review this is by the infamous uh uh critic richard brody ever heard of him no i'll talk about him after this uh but it's interesting it's tempting to say that i found david or russell's new film amsterdam a hoot and a half and be done with it but there's much more to this exuberant movie in substance and in style. It's a historical fantasy that is written and acted like a comedic tall tale, but it's all the more remarkable for its solid, albeit slender, basis in reality. It also takes place in a recent odd but significant subgenre that has cropped up in response to author, 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 what is it? Authorial? No. Author, authorial? Author, no. Hold on, let me see authoritarian author, authoritarian Jesus. oh my god authoritarian and hate-filled deeds and rhetoric of trump era i don't uh, think it's even trump it's like mark zuckerberg he's saying that this is resistant uh resistance cinema it would Whoa. be it would be i know it would be easy to mock the very notion as a form of highly selective crowd-pleasing uh, where many of these films, including Amsterdam, not among the most emotionally committed and aesthetically distinctive films of the time. So, essentially, he's saying, like, this film is kind of, like, uh, resisting the Trump uh, kind of era that we're I in. I hate this man. I know. He's you, out of touch. You would really hate him. Um, the, the reason he says that is because, like, the film's kind of talking about, like, conspiracies mm -hmm. and how... They sort of break the conspiracy, and um, I think that there's more nuance to what he's really trying to say. But it is interesting, his little uh, analogy. Uh, let me finish with this. Yet the flashing and lurching energies of Amsterdam, with its re richly imagined scenes, developed deeply, even overwhelmingly in detail, are held together by more than convoluted plots, witty and fanciful logic. Amsterdam is, above all, a movie of ideas which serve a magnetic core organizing disparate pieces and tones into a firm and decisive pattern. Oh. Essentially saying, movie of ideas, 
bunch of ideas cohesive. and it's cohesive at the end even though it's a uh, they're disparate pieces richard brody he's a, a critic that always goes like against the grain mm -hmm. like he said um he said he's a guy that said that incredibles 2 was like basically glorifying superheroes and calling them like uh same bradbird was saying that superheroes and people and the analogy is like superheroes are like uh naturally gifted people and that naturally gifted people are um should always be the ones in charge yes oof and then he also said that um your favorite film of the year um don't worry darling is a good film yeah something wrong with him and then there's a movie called tar have you heard of it kate blanchett yes it, uh, a lot of people are saying it's really good he's like this movie's horrible he's, he's like that guy and i, I kind of love it because he finds like weird takes and he he uses like crazy words like authoritarian resistance cinema resistance cinema I, he is right but i think it's like i thought it was more about like zuckerberg and like that sort of power where they those companies really own everything I mean, it was about companies. It wasn't even yeah. about. It was about powerful men. Yeah. It was like oil and all that. But now the powerful men is literally all tech people. And I'm sure they're doing something similar. I don't think as obvious as like Nazism, but like I'm sure they have like a plan of like metaverse. This is the future. This is where it goes. And people will follow. Right. I think the government. <laughs> And the characters in the government are still more powerful than the tech people. Um, like the people you don't know in the government are the most powerful people in the world. Than Mark Zuckerberg and whoever's running. I don't think so. Snapchat. I think they think they are. Snapchat. And people think they are. Uh -huh. But I think like tech companies, they are actually like, they're very confident in themselves. They could just overthrow everything. They will with the new VR headset. Coming soon. Uh, one last thing. Um, I read a review that was like criticizing this movie heavily. And the, the guy kept saying, that, like, in every paragraph, he's like, uh, the movie constantly reminds me of uh, David Russell and his abusive behavior. What and, part of the movie? Idiot. And, but the reason, like, I really was like, okay, this guy's a dumbass. Yeah. He's like, and the movie ends with a Drake song. I was like, no, you idiot. It's a Gibby on song. Drake, wow, Yeah. Chicago Freestyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. No, it's not Chicago Freestyle. What, the other? It's a new Gibby on song. No, I mean, that's where he got pretty famous from. Yes. yes so he yes. probably thought as Drake. No, it's because Drake uh, co-wrote it. Ah. But he's like, and there's a Drake song at the end. I'm Jesus. like, this guy is a loser. He has like a job and everything? On the internet. It's easy to write for websites, I guess. Jeez. Ivan, let's rate this movie. Out of five eyeballs. Sure, glass eyes. Glass eyes. Oh, I love how like that company is like specialized in eyeballs. Like we carry the perfect, uh, what is it? Glass eyeballs. God, Mike Myers, great, great job. Graham cracker of a man. Graham cracker of a man. Out of five graham crackers of men. <laughs> Is that it? No. 
Yeah. Out of five I, glass eyeballs. Yeah. How many glass eyeballs is this? I give it three point five. Oof. Because yeah. I took away point five. Oh. Ah, so it's a four. <laughs> no, it's a three point five. Oh, okay, it's a four. Three point five. Okay. Like legit. Yeah. Three point five. Four point twenty five. He was a good person. Four. You know what that means. 4.25 out of 5 glass eyeballs for me. It's a good film. It's fun. It's different. It's interesting. David Russell, shame on you. Uh, Alright. Evan, let's get ready for next week's movie. It's either going to be Halloween Ends or Till. It's, uh, yeah. It's a week. Halloween week. Ends, is that Halloween Town, like, treacle? Halloween Town? <laughs> it's, it's Halloween... Uh, Mike Myers? Yeah. Ah! Uh! I'd rather watch Till, and that would make me less racist. Want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Till it is. You're going to cry. <laughs> if you don't cry, if you don't come here and say you cried, you're racist. Call me racist right now. <laughs> I will not shed a tear for that movie. Till it is. We'll, we will be talking about Till next week. I don't think we're going to get any views, but <laughs> it's fine, right? Uh, I have this time for a section we like to call. Things and such. Safety Bros and Sandler are reuniting for a new film. I hope it's a comedy. That would be amazing. Like comedy, comedy? Like I, I just like a comp something or a modern whatever. Like funny life. Life's funny. Uh. Quickly, what's out of five um, diamonds? Out of five diamonds. Stones. What's that? Opals. Out of five black opals, what's uh? Like a four point five. Uncut gems. Four point five. Yeah. Yeah, it's four point five or higher. Like it really grew on me, but that's good. Imagine their ne next film. You think it's New York based? Oh, they're just consistent because they seem like they know what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I want it. I just want it. Yeah. I don't know. Just give me like all be the New York directors and never leave New York. No, don't pigeonhole them. Come on, there's so much New York. Like I make want... a pizza film. We've had New York. No, I need more. I'm done with New York. San Diego's the next spot. Yeah, right. Well, let's make San Diego the next spot. What's our first film? I don't want anyone here. What's our first San Diego film about? Like, what's our like? Top Gun Three. What's our subgenre? Like our niche thing that we're gonna get like no one knows San Diego but we do this we don't really have the culture here I know we're just like we just hang out that's the thing that's what it's about no culture yeah a people of no nation beasts of no nation <laughs> eat yourself up get your ass down here two <laughs> um alright I had a realization Ivan and it came in a weird way I watched the trailer for the upcoming Wednesday okay. TV series. The the Adam Family spin-off on Netflix that's coming out. Uh, helmed by Tim Burton. Okay. I realized where Tim Burton is at in his life now. And I already know what Wednesday's gonna be. This whole time, my whole life, I was like, Tim Burton, what a grand cracker of a man. Graham Cracker. Like, my whole life I said that. As a yeah, little kid, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham Cracker. Man. I remember you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, damn. How the 
What is it? How the the graham cracker soggies. <laughs> how the how the wet graham cracker sogs just, off. Just sogs and the debris it leaves insidious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm realizing like he like used all his energy in the beginning. Yeah. And now he's just a work for hire director. Yeah. I don't, he just, he doesn't have it anymore. I think he could. I think anyone can. But there's just something in his life that's not letting him get there. He doesn't want it. Either. Like, probably he just doesn't want to put in the work. But if I were that, I'm like, all right, I've made my legacy. Like, I would just do something else. Like, I wouldn't even direct anymore. Right. Like, uh, I'll, I'll paint. Like, start over. Because, like, I was looking, I saw that he was... Obviously, we already we have talked about this series and how I was like low key kind of excited, but now I'm not excited at all because like I realized, and even looking at like his past films, that he started his career as this cool director because he brought in brought in his like drawing style to his films, mm -hmm. and now all his like his films after his first like five films, they don't bring that same style. He's an animated movie, you think? I think he just like needs to sketch a little more and then bring that style to his his films, you know? Back to basics. Like he started as an animator slash like artist, right? Who brought that style to uh, live action films. Mm -hmm. And now he kind of like just let go of that artistic side and he's just like a work for hire director who doesn't bring that style to the film. And I feel what the smart thing that Netflix did is like, we're making Adam's Family Wednesday show, right? Let's bring in a guy just for the like, the cachet of his name. Yeah. Because he's he's not a showrunner. He's not a writer. He's not. He's just directing it. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting to to finally have that realization. Finally. Finally. Welcome. <laughs> I'm with all the normal people now. Uh, this is kind of dumb for even us to talk about but I, no such thing. I thought it was interesting selena gomez she has a show like a reality show coming out chef or something no that was already you know it's it's basically like documenting her lupus no her uh, mental health and how she's gotten better mm -hmm. than before okay and i think it's interesting because like it's something that a bunch of people are doing now just like how mental health awareness is very in vogue you could say mm -hmm. and it's good that she's doing it and more people of her ilk are doing it God. <laughs> yeah. shout out to Kanye uh, you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> oh <sighs> there's layers of, no that more people more famous people are doing that but there's also kind of like it's still kind of dirty because yeah. it's like yeah i want to show people how i got better but you still want to show people mm -hmm. right I, I, th I think it's dirty because it's it just feels like this mental health thing is more like the rich are kind of getting it and then like i know money doesn't bring happiness but there's like a good chunk of america who can't afford mental health anything right like their mental health is like bottom of the list and like obviously we're kind of super lucky yeah but like is that is her show gonna 
help little Susan down in Mexico. Mexicali. <laughs> you have to do that. <laughs> you have to do that. that. Fix her mental health. Like, right. It could. It could. Even if it, like. It could start the process. Yeah. And I guess, like, any mental health thing is good. But, uh, like, the best way, maybe, like, this partners with, like, Mental Health for America. She puts out, like, half of this goes to mental health. Is that going right. to happen? Right. Probably not. Going to cash that puppy in. <laughs> for her purse. Yeah. Uh, we don't know, but we don't know. I know. Okay. I know her. She's yeah. cool. She'll, she'll laugh at this. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it always feels like celebrities are kind of just using... Their celebrity. Just using, I say this, cause, but it sounds weird, like using our struggle, mm. even though I don't really have that big of a struggle compared to like right. other Americans or whoever this is for. Only Americans because like we only care about America. Yeah. I mean. USA. If we prosper, they prosper. <laughs> and it just, it always feels like a little like, eh. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I remember, I don't know who it was, but like, oh, it was, there's this magazine at home. Like yeah. it says, with Jennifer Aniston on the cover, like how I found happiness at last. Like, if I had your, your money, your connections, your everything, I would have found happiness when I was two years old. I would have been at peace, a monk at two years old. <laughs> Imagine a little baby monk, just, they would look so cute. Floating. Just like chubby mm -hmm. cheek, yeah, yeah. bald head. Oh, cute babies. Yeah, you're right. So, shit, what would you suggest her to do? Give her, like you said, half proceeds? I'd say if if I were her, like all of it. Does she need money? No. Maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah. We don't know how rich people really are, do we? I've, I've always said you only need $2 million to be happy. Oh, yeah, that's Ivan's great thesis. My thesis. To Once you reach life. two, you're done for life. You're in an inflation economy, right? Like, I'm 100% sure she has enough money. Okay. So if she makes this the right thing to do, give it all away, and that would just like benefit everyone. How much money would an artist or an, an actor or anyone get for like a documentary like this? At least a million. You think so? A million at least. Like who's watching it? Well, like remember Cootie from Kanye? Yeah, good old Cootie. Didn't he make like 30 million? No way! He told me he made like a, a million millions. He made it like, you told me and I was like, nah, that's that's racist. That's an that's a racist. Oh, that like money. Netflix paid for it. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. Interesting, but there's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, how much did he like end up making though? Because like it costs to make that, right? True. I mean, he was just recording, and then like the cost is more him sitting in his chair editing. The cost to us though. And right there, I knew Kanye was going to be somebody. <laughs> and he got like 20 tri trillion for that. Jesus Christ. He should. He followed Kanye all his life, man. And he didn't get anything. He doesn't need anything. Kanye, he doesn't have to give anyone anything. 
Kanye doesn't Kanye doesn't owe anyone Look, anything. If I met Kanye, and like he's like, let's co- collaborate. I'm like, sure. Besides this racist stuff, like before that. Okay. <laughs> Great time. Let's do it. <laughs> I would, I would collaborate, but then I wouldn't. I wouldn't think like, oh, this is where my life truly begins, and that's like what every artist does, and then they're just sad because it didn't happen. Like they don't realize Kanye is kind of selfish and he just wants to have like that one song with him, but he doesn't really want to do more than that. He doesn't want to like build everyone up like that anymore, at least. That's exactly what happened to Roscoe Dash. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Girl, the way you do it, got me in a trance. He, uh, he added like ad libs to Kanye songs. And he's like, I deserve a million for what I did. And to be honest, like his parts were great to like yeah, the Kanye yeah. song. But after that, no one worked with him. And it's because probably he has like a, dispos- a disposition to be like, I'm the greatest now. Yeah. Like, give me my money. He had a couple good songs too. But that's been happening to like every artist Kanye works with. And it's like, can you learn from the 30 people before you to not base your whole life on this interaction with Kanye mm. like be happy you got to work with a genius but isn't that kind of the issue though like isn't that the re- issue the reverse like Kanye should like well yeah but like you also kind of have to be a little smart with yourself and like protect yourself true so like so you would would you work with Kanye or would you not work with Kanye I would like if like all oh, let's make a song and I made music I would make the song and then from that, I would just, like, if Kanye wants to make more, like, sure. But then I would still follow, like, whatever path I had set to make my own life. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, Kanye's here? See ya. He's going to take care of everything. Which is what all these artists assume. Yeah, hey, how, like, there's artists who basically, like, give up their career mm-hmm. to be the... The ghostwriter, the ghost producer for another artist. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Like to party next door, he's like, it's easier to just write songs for people, and I make more. I make enough I mean, money that he's way. happy with that. Sure, I guess you're right. But then, like, there's a ton of people. Like, what's this? So I had the prince. I don't even know his deal. He's like half but, in love with him, half hate Kanye. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he ghostwrites for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he tries to come out, and no one's like, you made an album? No one cares. Yeah. But it's because you don't build your own rep. You build someone else's rep. Yeah. And it's... And Kanye just has, like, the taste of, like, nobody else. So, yeah. like, if he hears a verse from Psy and with his own image, it's going to be amazing because he knows, like, oh, that's a good verse. I'm going to use it. But Psy he doesn't have that taste, even though he has the talent. So sad. Yeah. Taste is everything. I like taste. I like the taste, though. <laughs> uh, speaking of taste, let's go to a section called What's on the Telly? I, don't, I didn't know how to segue, so I just said that. <laughs> uh, you watch House of the Dragon? Don't tell me anything. I'm not cut up. But I've seen little like snippets, and uh-huh. it got me excited, so don't tell me anything. Okay. It looks cool. Don't tell me anything. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll just say that it's a good show. Isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I knew you did it. That's why it's true. Is it almost done? <laughs> I think it's, uh, it was eight episodes. No, this was the ninth episode. So you did. I don't know if it ends at 10, basically. I think it I ends know. at 10. Because it, like, it'll end end at 10, right? Or like whenever it ends, like it's just one season for House of Dragons. I'm assuming oh, that. No, I think there's multiple. Yeah, they already did a season two renewal. But I thought it was like anthologies where like season two is going to be House of Dragons, the Red Keep or something like that. Oh, it might, yeah, might be. Which I want. Like I'm right. hoping, like I like this super like short version of shows where it's just like you get that and you're done so you don't, you don't have to wait years but I, I do have to say like the the fact that the the show is skipping forward you don't grow an attachment to characters like you do in like Game of Thrones yeah like how much I loved uh, Peter Dinklage that doesn't exist for uh, Rhaenyra's character right I and do love, uh, what's his face? The king? The husband of Rhaenyra. Black guy? Yeah. I thought he was nothing. Uh, he's nothing to me. <laughs> I like the... Oh, whatever. I don't care. What, what are you watching, Evan? I'm still watching Shit's Creek. What is Shit's Take? <laughs> I didn't know what to say. You're still watching? I didn't even know you were watching that. Oh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so it what's well because what? last week I like barely started it after what we do in the shadows. Like yes. I was in season one. Right. I don't want to say just in case I don't, I don't like it. Good. It's it's no, it's good. It's good. Right. <laughs> I scared you, huh? What's like the one sentence explanation? Can I have five? Okay. <laughs> Can I have five, sir? Um, it's. Not very groundbreaking, but it's very modern, and it hits a lot of the funny notes that have been done before, but it it does it in its own way. For example, you remember the scene in The Other Guys, where they go to Christina's house, and then he has, she has that husband who's, like, weird, and, like, okay. yeah. Yeah. Like, a very similar situation happened in Shit's Creek. And it was funny in that. But it's like, I've seen that in other guys. And that, like, the whole show is kind of similar to that. Where it's, like, not groundbreaking or... Seen it before, but done in their unique In their... Tone. Yeah. And the tone is... Funny. Wow. Love it. It's a little... It's Canadian, isn't it? It's like a Canadian show? I don't know. It oh. doesn't feel... Well, it does kind of feel a little janky at times. But it's still funny. It's good. Modern. I think that's the most important thing. It's like... Like in The Office where it had like touching moments. This has touching moments. And I haven't seen the comedy do that in a while. Mm. So it's like, finally, they're people. They're humans. <laughs> But didn't it already end, right? What, this? Yeah. 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 Which is also, like, another good point. Like, a literal point. Like, nine point. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, a point. Gotcha, gotcha. 
because like it's finished and it doesn't last forever. Like yeah. they, they I, I'm assuming they stopped it because natural ends. It's not like um was it what's that like the genius show on ABC? Like Oh, Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like twenty fifth season. Yeah, I'm assuming it's not like that and they're like they finished it. Suck like that. Hey man, let's just do that. Shout out to Simpsons. Uh I watched the first half of a documentary on Netflix called Redeem Team. LeBron? USA Basketball. Yep. I saw the icon for it. Um, it's good if you like basketball, but there's a couple funny parts. Um, and that, I think the most interesting part was like the Kobe factor in it. Oh, okay. And how... Uh, at that point, 2008, when he was joining the Olympic team, he was kind of blackballed in a way because, like, he had his team wasn't that good. The Lakers weren't that good. He's asked for trades. He wasn't like a team player at that point. Mm, he was over he, it. Uh, and Shaq was he had like a bad breakup with Shaq. When and, did he retire? Like ever? Yeah. No. When did he? Shaq like two, no Kobe. Uh, 2017. Really? Yeah. He was playing till 2017? Yeah, 2016 or 17, yeah. I uh, I thought it was like 2010. No. 2010 is when he won his like second championship. Or his fifth, I should say. Okay, continue. So, then putting it in that perspective of like him joining the team when he was like his opinion approval was at an all-time low. He was a bad boy. Yeah. And then how like all the players are like, oh shit, here's Kobe. And how like... He was, his attitude was always like the lone wolf yeah. and serious. So cool. And I was like, ah, oh, damn. Uh, what else they said? Um, and then he finally like warmed up and was more of a team player. And that's like where he really went over a lot of people and a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Like that changed a lot of people's opinion about him. And then they were also talking about how uh, his work ethic, how... There was one night where they won a game and they all went to go clubbing, except for Kobe. And they came back and it was like 4 a.m. And Kobe was just going, just came back from the gym, from working out. And like, Kobe, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to the gym. Hmm. And like, it's 4 a.m. He's like, yeah, I know. And they're they're like, damn. I'm like that. I'm like that. (laughs) Me at Equinox. Equinox. With a bagel. With the salmon, <laughs> avocado, bacon, cream, cheese, bagel. The bomb. Uh, and then it was cool because they're like, once we saw him do that, we slowly started replicating him. Like we realized that's like what it took. That's the thing. Like you gotta, ha- you have to be a leader like that. And then I liked it even more because there's one player. His name is Carmelo Anthony. Have you ever, ever heard of him? <laughs> He's my favorite player. Oh, okay, he's this. And he's known to be like very, like one of the best, mm-hmm. but he just, people have criticized like his like lack of just like get it done, like mm-hmm. win basically. And I like how real he was because he was like, yeah, I wasn't going to wake up at 4.30, but I did start getting up a little earlier. <laughs> I just like, like that me, point. Me halfway. Yeah. Something. It's funny. But it was cool to see good old Cobes. Cobes and his legacy, and how oh, that that's the other part. Just the idea that when in 2004, if you would have said like more people would like Kobe than they would like like Shaq, 
people would have thought you were crazy because Shaq was like this like character who laughed all the time who's like who everyone loved and Kobe was just like serious do your work not friendly and now everyone loves Kobe all the players all the people and no one looks at Shaq like no one get no no player has a good relationship with Shaq right now today yeah why? Like, there's no... He doesn't... He's not the player that goes and, like, gives helpful advice uh, and mentors. Where Kobe was that guy. Everyone went to Kobe for mentorship. But only, like, in basketball. I, I feel like mainstream loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. But as far as, like, the players and, like, basketball community, it's it completely flipped. Yeah. And how that changed is kind of crazy. It just shows, like, your passion will be rewarded if you're... A psychopath. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> With what you're doing. Crazy. Cool. Uh, what else? What'd you watch? Anything else? Just the... Cool. It's time for a section we'd like to go. Really be busting. Migos album. Out? <laughs> Sorry, not Migos album. Quavo and... Out? Quavo and Takeoff's album came out only built for Infinity Infinity Links. What? What? Oh, that's what it's called. Yes. I thought it was like a streaming platform. <laughs> like only built for Infinity Links. Only built for Infinity Links. A playoff only built built for Cuban Links. The Rayquan and Ghostface album of yesteryear. Um, I liked it. I obviously don't you know want to listen to it. It's, uh, it just, they're just, like, good artists. Like, they're good musicians. They're, that's, they're good rappers. <laughs> they're good rappers, and they know how that's to That's all they are. They know how to make a good song, and that's yeah. more than a lot of these rappers nowadays. All right. Um, I heard Lil Yachty has a viral hit. Have you heard it? I heard something. Doesn't, like, isn't he going somewhere for something? Oh, go ahead. Called Poland. That's what it was. He's going to Poland for something. Oh. Uh, and uh, the songs, like, the songs that get viral hits are just like the craziest songs, and that's what the song is. It's him yodeling, like, Poland. And it's just so weird. And it's crazy that he's still doing, he's still able to, like, hit something after all this time. I think he has, like, the career that's still like the one rapper in his class that still somehow managed to stay alive <laughs> yeah that's a good way to put it man because he is kind of he's very uh he was essentially created like they found them and they're like you're char charismatic mm -hmm. let's put some money into you Smart. Um, yeah, little baby came out with a song. Hey, I really don't have anything to say about it other hey. than like, hey. if this song is successful, it's just like momentum that people like little baby, and I don't think that is a thing right now, because the song's so basic that it's like, you know, NBA young boy, like it's crazy how big I know. he still is. I know. Like every album, like the last one, <laughs> last one. Like still, like 100k sold, 100k sold. Just like crazy numbers. And I have never heard anyone like be like a legitimate fan, like who would like advocate for him. Right. 
where they would say like this is what he did this is this like i never like what's the take right yeah you're like what's give me your explain him to me in in 10 minutes and And then i'll yeah i'll change my mind i'm sure it's just like mindless music that's just fun to listen to with friends i do have to say whenever he like his his guest appearance on uh tyler the creator's album and uh couple of the Migo songs he was almost good enough for me to be like let me check on this guy and then I listen right. to the album and I'm like okay stop for me <laughs> yeah um I listened to uh Bjork's 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 new album did you just say Bjork's Bjork's <laughs> Bjork how old are you 32 what the heck is this Bjork her album is so weird it's out oh my god it's out yeah I'm on. I want to listen to it. Like I've heard, she's like a genius. She is, but it, this album, it, I think you have to like listen to her first albums until this. Get the plot to understand. Like, okay, I see why. Cause like it's so weird. She seems like a woman. It it's not like a Yoko Ono. No, 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 no. It's it's more like you're not. It's spoken word. Oh. Like, a woman is not an animal, a woman is beautiful. I'm like, oh, this is so odd. It's more like poetry. Mm. And then the beats are just kind of like... You need to listen to it. Maybe a song. It sounds... Uh, what? It sounds unappealing. Like, just with the little bit you gave me? Yeah. I'll, I'll show you <coughs> a song after and uh you'll be a judge i mean let's end on our boy and i'll, I'll say he's our boy Kanye. yeah he, he could be our boy but we could disagree you know what oh you know what oh i um you understand you agree no okay it's look yes you're looking i'm looking yeah it's nuanced, first off. Dead in the eyes, I'm looking at you. Nuanced. Trying to get every nuanced kind of... out the ass. <laughs> I think, like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Kari, you puzzled him. Un, un bendición. No, say the house of Gucci. Father, son, house of Gucci. Pigeon. Pigeon. <laughs> A lot of what he says... Look, I'll just say, he's right. <laughs> he's right. He has points that are true in his head. That's a good way of putting it. And if he had, like, some sort of handler to tell him how to say it right, I think it would... I think everyone would be like, okay, I know what you mean. I see your point. And they would agree with him, but be like... Eh. Yeah. Like, I can't think of specific things he said, but, like, a lot of it's anti-Semitic stuff. I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people, I think is <laughs> paraphrasing this quote. Right. But DEFCON 3 is definitely... DEFCON 3 and Jewish people are in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do I defend this? I, you it's know... Ob- look, it's, it's an obvious joke to him. Like... He's saying that, but he's like laughing, like, I'm going back. 
Which, like, not that good to do, because people don't understand, like, how unseriously he's saying this. But what if... Do you think there's any possibility of him being serious? It's like, he's serious, but he's not. Like, there's... Is that dangerous for him? I think it is, because he's not saying it right. Now, even if... Even if he is serious, but he's not at the same time, is that dangerous for himself to think that he needs to do that? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't be saying any of this, no matter how right he thinks he is. Okay. Or yeah. whatever points he's trying to say. Okay. Just because, like, he's saying this, and then, like, whoever, like, these racists, whatever, teenagers, whoever grab, grapples onto this, they just, well, Kanye said it, it was hilarious. Now I'm going to say it. And that's just like, it's not good. It's not good. Do you think it's like a, a roundabout way of uh, putting his targets on Drake? No. Okay. Because I thought that today while I was working out for some reason, I was like, oh, he's, he's beefing with Drake. Because <laughs> Drake's Jewish. Oh my God. Or he's part Jewish. Um, but look. I saw this tweet, this tweeter, uh, what do you call that? When it's like multiple tweets? Thread. Yeah, um, this thread on Twitter explaining what he was saying. Yeah. And it was like, because before they were saying like, oh, on this podcast, he was, he was saying homophobic things. He was saying anti-semitic things yeah and then just leaving it like that yeah and everyone saw that and like oh he's homophobic now he's anti-semitic right. now but the tweet explained like he was not explicitly homophobic he was like the context was saying he said the f word the f slur yes but he was saying people would call him that for yes. wearing like what he was wearing right and uh, somehow people interpreted that as yeah. Anti, Some, uh, homo homophobic. As homophobic, yeah. Yeah, but it's not homophobic to say that word. They just say they think if you say it at all, that's homophobic. But yeah, context. That, I do hate that. Like that, that it makes you have to read like the entire thing and like understand the entire context. I'm like, damn it! I need to read the listen to this whole interview to understand what he's fucking saying. And I don't. I wish I knew exactly what he said because he said a lot but I'm just ignoring now because it's like he's just falling off but another yeah. thing he said like blacks were the first Jews yeah and I think just out of context it sounds like the most wild statement ever like what does that even mean but I'm sure there's some huge history yeah that we don't know about because the education system killed us yeah I think there's some truth to that in a yeah. way yes and he's like that's why I can be saying this because I was the first one but even that's like he's just saying that just for fun because he's a weirdo yeah like, he doesn't he means it but he doesn't and it's like if you know what if you know you know sort of thing because it's hard to explain to someone who's like has one brain cell in their head what it what the joke is like when you say something and you don't mean it but you also mean it at the same time yeah, but even someone with a thousand brain cells, brain cells would say, like, even him joking is bad. I think it is because he doesn't say it right. Yeah. But maybe there's no way to 
to joke about it the right way. Right. Well, he yeah, you can't joke about something that you're being serious about because then you're not joking. But like the, the the idea of a joke is like it's funny because it's not true. No. Or it's rooted in truth. Yes. But you don't mean it. Right. Like there's certain there's certain Jewish people he wants to go against. Maybe not kill, but he wants to like It was crazy though cuz like he said all that and then Chase Bank dropped him completely. Yeah. I was like, "Jesus." And that's then, actually scary. And then also like I didn't think about it, but like Twitter and uh, Instagram blocked him. I was like, okay, yeah, I get that. But I was like, wait, so how can I figure out what he's saying now, though? Like, yeah. Oh, you can't really unless like he puts it on like uh, a different network. Deezer. Deezer. Or something. Or if he goes to like his website or something. Like he's literally getting blackballed in like real time. Yeah. And it's kind of scary. But it, I think it's deserved in a way. <laughs> but like, sure, they're doing this. But, like, nobody's helping him, really. Like, I know he doesn't want help. And yeah, he's going to brush it all off. But, like... But Diddy tried to... That's the other thing. Like, he's, like, fighting with Diddy. That's where it all started. But Diddy's crazy himself. But he's... He's crazy, but he's still sane. Is any... Well, I mean, side tangent, but I feel like no celebrity is sane. That's true. There's... Super side tangent. Mariah Carey, there's a TikTok I saw. It's like she was at a concert. Oh. Huh. And just like out of nowhere, she's like, I know you don't want to talk about it, but we got to talk about it. 9-11. And everyone's like, what? Like you could hear the crowd like giggling just because it's so out there. Uh -huh. And it's just like making me see like none of these celebrities are in touch with anything. But what what was she doing? Like She was just trying to like pay homage to like the people who died during 9-11. Was it 9-11? The, the, I don't think the so. Concert? I don't think so. Even if it was, like, how she did it, if you saw it, you'd be like... Right, right, right. And like, I know it's on everyone's brain right yeah. now. 9-11. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, nobody was thinking about that. <laughs> it just, like... And it just felt like pandering, you know? Yeah, like people have mental health issues. And I just see a lot of celebrities falling to this where they have no idea what's actually going on. Not that I know anything more or less but if i could see how crazy she is it makes me feel sane so i feel like there's a baseline that they're just not at yeah like i'm maybe i'm like i'm like right here baseline of sanity they're like over here yeah I, and I, there's like another the really sad part is like the family aspect of this and like his kids are just like yeah. gonna be demolished and the weird thing too is like how he's saying that his kids are just like he doesn't have any um say into how they're raised basically because nobody trusts him and that he's like what if like i don't like he's basically saying that they're trying to show sexualize them and like you see that i can understand that point but you chose to marry who you married. The most sexualized person on earth. Yeah. Like, other than Marilyn Monroe. Hypocrite! But, like, it's because you you put yourself in this situation, and now you're trying to reverse it. Yeah. But you dug your own hole. Yeah. Like a mistake he made 20 years ago. Or yeah. 10 years ago. Eight, I don't know. It's finally biting him in the butt. 
Right. And that goes back to like his mental health because it's how uh, bipolar, not literally bipolar, but I guess bipolar for for real, bipolar his his way is, you know? Mm -hmm. His life will make a great book. A sad one. But a great one. Interesting. And a great one. It's like a, a what's his name? Hitler was a great but terrible ruler. Not great. Something like <laughs> Jesus. That's a quote. Don't quote me, quote Jesus. whoever. I try to quote whatever. This is dangerous. No, he uh Hitler accomplished uh, amazing but terrible things, something like that. <laughs> I know what you mean, but it's just funny. Because <laughs> like it just like, makes me feel bad. The definition of amazing, it doesn't mean good. It's just like awe inspiring. Right. And it is literally like whoa, like, awe. But modern day amazing means great. So it just sounds like Hitler's great. Yeah. But no. Alright, Evan. Oh, and lastly, he he had a the shop interview. Oh, it was canceled because he was like too racist. Leak it. It wasn't. He probably wasn't being uh, racist. He just like kept going with like, it's because the Jewish people are are after me. Yeah, and then Chase Bank drops him. That's so crazy. Like, take like, your it, money. Honestly, it just looks bad for Chase in a way. Not that like, you should exactly not see what Kanye is saying like just ignore it and like oh, I guess we gotta keep banking with this racist but just to like ban a bank banning some like a company a person it's just so crazy after he says this and then like the the stereotype of Jewish people and banks oh you know it's like well is he telling the truth not that I think that but it's just yeah it just yeah. Paints that picture right there. Oh, God. It's a tangled web we weave, just like Amsterdam, I know. Amsterdam. What's your Amsterdam? What is your Amsterdam? Right here. Ah, you're that beautiful people. Well, we'll be back next week with a movie called Till, right? You want to stick with Till or you want to go Halloween? I think you have more fun with Halloween ends. Just like the insane. And it's Halloween. But Till's pretty scary. Till is like the scariest movie. <coughs> it's up to you. Uh, I really don't want to watch either. Like, you know. I think you need to watch Halloween Ends. Just you have to be like dumb fun. Go into it like you're listening I'm gonna to. I'm gonna be it. so mad while I watch it. I know. Go with the crowd. A hot, no. and, a hot and heavy crowd. Sit right in the middle, next to a couple teenagers. Oh. For making out. We'll do Halloween. Okay, Halloween Ends. I convinced Devin. We'll be back next week with that movie and more here on Politicals of the Bros. Peace out. Bye.